0: Welcome to the Vetiver Vibes podcast, we're your hosts, Nikki Fraser and Rachel Dean, certified clinical aromatherapists. We are excited to have you here on today's episode where you know that you'll get the best essential oil scoop. This
1: episode is brought to you by Essentia, a leading online school for aromatherapy. If you want to learn more about aromatherapy with kids, check out the courses at www.schoolofessentia.com hi welcome to this week's episode of vetiver vibes we are excited to be here and talk about back to school i find you are either in love with this topic or you're sad because you want your kids to stay home from school depending on what camp you're in depending on how what age your children might be as well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am probably a little
0: bit more on the let's get back to school train um, on my end. And that would be because my kids are in high school and going into grade seven. So, so grade seven and 11, I have a seven and 11. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I feel like they're just, they need some routine back in their their lives at this point. It's been um Generally, it was a good summer. The most of August, we've been dealing with uh, some family things um, and uh, that's taken away from some of the fun of the summer. So I think, you know, in my side, it's great to get back into like a nice routine and have things happening again. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I find the kids thrive on routine. So we've kind of developed every summer, we kind of develop our new summer routine, but really the routine of school is something that they always do better on when they're following that fixed routine a lot more Um, and someone who now works from home full time it's I'm excited to have a full work day again instead of flexing (laughs) my hours to do like afternoon activities with the kids to keep them entertained and then working in the evening to catch up on those hours that I couldn't do during the day so part of me is excited for full actual work day but I do love you know our outings to the park and we went to a reptile zoo and we've gone um like to all kinds of little ext- like outings here and there around our town so yeah my kids
0: are older so we didn't have a lot of those kinds of things because you know they don't want me to entertain them my 12 <laughs> year old's routine is hanging out with his friends they swim in our backyard so like that's great like so I can I work and they swim for hours um with him and his friends and then they hang out in the basement and our house is like you know, the central location for all of the friends and they come over and they play video games together and they hang and they chat. And, uh, you know, I think the routine has turned into let's have sleepovers almost every night at our house. And when they know <laughs> that I'm going to say no, then they're like, Oh, well maybe I can sleep over at so-and-so's house instead. And I was like, sure. I don't, know. <laughs> You know, uh, but you know, we are getting to the point where I'm like, um, you can't stay up like all night. <laughs> Right. Getting back into
1: the sleep routine to get back. Yeah. To the sleep
0: routine is something that we are starting to work on here. Um I failed last night because last night they asked if uh, they could have another sleepover. And I was like, oh, sure, you can't stay up all night, though. Um And then they're like, oh, we won't. And I was like, well, what time did you go to bed the night before? And then, of course, that was 4 a.m. And <gasps> That's insane and not yeah. something that typically happens in my household. But uh as they're getting older, they're just trying to like push it a little further. Yeah. But um yeah, we'll bring them in. They still um we're recording this about a week before school starts. So yeah. we still have that little bit of time to uh, you know, rein them in and get them back on yeah. on schedule. My older yes. one is on a much better schedule. They like to just, you know, get up in the morning, do their thing and go to bed at a reasonable time but uh yeah the younger one not so much
1: <laughs> See, And mine are my oldest is going into grade five and youngest into grade three and my youngest is a night owl one um but and my oldest has been staying up later until like nine o'clock and I'm like oh like he's usually asleep by 7 45 he loves his sleep and so it's gonna be interesting to to get him back to a normal sleep routine because he thrives and he loves sleep though like he's the one who always he doesn't want to stay up and play with his brother he wants to we leave stories at 7 40 and he's like no I'm going to bed I'm like all right all the power to you you know you well, need your sleep and that's what's important
0: yeah and that was great for my kids until they were about grade five and then it started to I'm gonna stay up a little later yeah. and then it creeps into oh we're gonna hang out and we have to do like you know, it's nine o'clock and my kids are still awake. And I'm like, "Oh, it's mommy and daddy time. Like, we just want to watch TV. Like, please, please go find something else to do. Like, we love you. Please go to bed though. <laughs> um And so, yeah, so that's been something that we've been, you know, the last couple of years we've been figuring out, of course, Um, you know, and now we're in a routine for sure. It's not a problem, but, uh, but yeah, initially when they stopped, Going to bed at that like earlier time and inc- infringing on my time. I right, take, I
1: had
0: to figure that out. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, with all of this sleep talk, what would be because this is a a normal thing I think most families go to is trying to get sleep back into a routine. Do you have some top aromatherapy recommendations that you always like to use when it comes to getting kids back or even ourselves? I remember you, as myself when I worked in the sc- I worked in the school system for 15 years. So even myself getting back into school routine, I it was something I needed to work on too to make sure that I was sleeping through the night. Um so do you have uh, some yeah, top for, sleep oils?
0: Um for us, we tend to use like lavender. That one works quite nicely in our house. I know it seems so simple and <laughs> the one that most people go to. But uh but lavender works really nice. Um cedar as well, like some of the grounding um mm-hmm. uh tree oils, we love those. Yeah. Um and yeah, just trying to diffuse them at the times when, you know, it's not quite bedtime, but you need to start thinking about it um is yeah. great. And then just trying to like, you know, you can't stay up playing video games all night so you need to like actually go to bed and then get back into the routine of read a book you know put your diffuser on in bed read a book and fall asleep that kind of thing no yeah no electronics and stuff like that for the last little bit before bed um we find in our household really helps yeah sure. well
1: electronics is a big one um because the blue light actually disrupts your melatonin production so yeah, yeah. so my kids don't do screams at all um in evenings or anything like that. Uh, they have a little bit of screen time in the morning because they do get up at 6 a.m. And I'm not getting up at 6 a.m. <laughs> uh so they get a very short, short window of screen time in during the school year first thing in the morning. And but otherwise I don't get any through the week. And so that it does make a huge difference because summertime they get more screen time. And I know it's a huge difference in their in their sleep patterns with that. Um but yeah we do I Cedarwood is always a go-to. I've always loved cedarwood and vetiver for sleep. Um those are in probably... my house <laughs>
0: those are always my I would just like fall over fast asleep like that. Yeah. Like I couldn't even function. Yeah. <laughs> so it See, work. Lav-
1: Lavenders never everyone that I reach to for our, for my own family, for sleep, for clients. Absolutely. A lot of, I like those who love lavender. It'll be one of my first ones that I reach to because they usually express that they like it. Um, but for my family, lavender is probably the last one I'll reach to when it comes for sleep in itself. Um, but vetiver, cedarwood, Roman chamomile is also one that, um, mm-hmm. I find works really, really well, uh, for them. So, and myself. So those are probably, yeah. And I usually, yeah, we do the same thing of usually diffuse during bedtime routine So when they're showering and then while we read, we read, they're still at an age where um, I read stories to them every night. So we alternate my husband and I who reads to who, and while stories are being read, the diffuser's on. And then typically before I leave, I leave, I turn the diffuser off so that it's not running all night yeah. because we don't want to overstimulate them either making sure that it is running only around that 30 they're at an age where it can run for 30 minutes in their bedroom and it's okay yeah so,
0: yeah mine has like a little timer so I just put it yeah. on for the 30 minutes but yeah uh,
1: my youngest yeah, will usually so. turn his back on um not the diffuser part itself but the light because it has the multicolored lights and so he'll just, a just turn blandal. the light portion on and he just loves watching the lights change so I'm like yeah go for it <laughs> Yeah. I remember those days. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think Um, the biggest thing is just trying to get back into routines and, you know, finding that routine, finding what the support is for that. And, uh, you know, in my house too, like we set, I have it set so that if they want to be up late with their electronics and I've gone to bed already that the Wi-Fi shuts off and like, they don't have access to it. So like, you know, so that is something too, as a tip for parents that you can, set turn turn things off so that they can't just you know stay up all night doing their thing um
1: you know yeah, once my kids get to teen years those are the things that I'm going to need to to look into more
0: <laughs> yeah like it's less of an issue right now in the summer months but like during routine like for sure Monday to Friday or I should say Sunday to Thursday nights. yeah it's we have like one schedule and then we have like a weekend schedule that's different yeah. for Friday night and Saturday night and uh oh, nice yeah so it's very easy there's all these tools available. So yeah, you know, I know it's not aromatherapy based, but it's very much helps. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything back to school is going to help anything to have that routine. Yeah. Um, how are your kids with transitions? I know as they get older, I'm oh. hoping it it evens out, but by the look of your face, <laughs> I'm going to assume it doesn't because I know it like, gets better than I remember when they started like junior kindergarten, my oldest would just come home screaming and I'm like, what is happening? And I, it took me a few days to realize he's just overwhelmed like a school day is long and even going into grade five and grade three a school day is still long um like as an adult think of your work day I don't know a lot of adults at the end of the work day who are like oh that flew by in a blink of an eye and everything's peachy keen like some days (laughs) are but it's still a long day you have a lot on your plate a lot of things to do to get through and kids are the same way and I find I I often forget that too, where I'm like, this is their work day, is going to school. And uh, so when they come home and they're finally in an environment that they're comfortable to express themselves, it can come out in all kinds of fashion. Um, well, transitions in our house
0: are completely different between both my children. My older one um, has issues with transitioning and the anxiety. Comes, becomes an issue. So we definitely work um, on that and we work on knowing as much as we can about what's going to happen with the transition. So, you know, for example, they're going into uh, grade 11. So just like knowing what classes they're going into, they meet their teachers if possible, um, either in the, the end of the year or like the end of the last school year or going into, we'll go in a couple days ahead of time, just cause it helps mm-hmm. them just like nice. be able to visualize things better. I know yeah. that's not something that's available for everybody, but it is available to, to my, my, my team and uh, you know, that helps. And then just getting back into the schedule. So, and talking about it and, you know, and then mm-hmm uh trying to think like they use um orange a lot to help with anxiety so definitely that's something that'll come out again um when school starts in the next little bit so that they can just you know yeah a little bit more even keeled and uh yeah so transitions can be a bitch they can absolutely
1: (laughs) they can be for anybody
0: um my youngest he definitely he just goes with it you know so he doesn't it doesn't I don't find it something that affects him typically the same way um but yeah he'll be he'll be more tired for sure that first week back at school yeah. um this year in where we live they don't have to start till Wednesday so it's a shorter week so I'm kind of happy with that when I think about it because it's only three days so they have three days and then they have like a couple of days to decompress again before they get yeah. back into like the full swing of things um yes. but yeah like I think that you know, my youngest is looking forward to going back to band school, band practice and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, in the school year. So, um, there's lots of things to look forward to as well. So,
1: yeah, yeah, they, they definitely looking forward. Um, I mean, I'm on a few committees with the school and we're already planning activities and I've kind of let a couple slip and they're like, Ooh, so they're excited for those activities that some, that most of the other kids aren't aware of yet. Um, so they're, and some of them are happening in September. So they're definitely looking for, and just seeing their friends they are looking forward to that. But my youngest being an, an introvert, um, and who's never had friends in his class the following year Um, He's always been segregated from all of his friends and put into another class altogether when he starts a new school year. So I'm really hoping this year this is not the case. Um, But we've talked a lot about that again, right? You know, talking, communication is always going to be key, going over things, seeing how they're feeling. And then Sweet Orange is another big one for us, too, of just it just lets them kind of shift their emotions in a way where they can process them and we can actually talk about things. Um, And that's been since they were toddlers that I've noticed that, you know, having big emotions, I would just do a drop of sweet orange. And then within minutes I could see just the tension melting from them and we could actually have real discussion. Now with the toddler, it's not a full on discussion, like as kids get older, (laughs) but you know, they can start voicing how they're, you know, what's not, what they're not liking.
0: Yeah. And I find it's exactly. the same
1: thing now, you know, at eight and almost ten, uh, they can voice themselves, you know, they have opinions and strong opinions at this age already.
0: Yeah. So, sometimes
1: we have to remember that we want them to have strong opinions. <laughs> Yes, we do. They need to grow and discover who they are, even when it's not in alignment with what we want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then Nikki,
0: yeah. what are you going to do to, you know, keep everyone healthy this fall? Because, you know, when everybody goes back to school, that's also the other thing where, yeah. you know, everybody starts getting sick again, because we're all back inside. We're not outside.
1: Yeah. kind of thing. So. Um, so, I mean, we're already, some things that aren't aromatherapy based, we, d- I make elderberry syrup. Um, so it is herbalism based, uh, plant-based medicine. Um, but so I make her elderberry syrup that I have on hand all year round. But so usually within the week before we're doing shots of elderberry syrup every single day, just to help boost our immune. And then, uh, aromatherapy. I love having rosemary for a double whammy of to help with immune. But also as they're starting to do homework or things like that, having like an nice experiment and rosemary just kind of helps them again with that transition of focus, going from school to home, supper, schoolwork, all of that. And I know that they can also help boost the immune system. So I really yeah, like great. rosemary for that double whammy aspect. Um also you can that's because
0: rosemary can help you remember things, right? Yes.
1: It's great for <laughs> honestly, it's great for studying. It it is. I I used it, I'm I'm always so a lifelong I, yeah. student. Um and so for every single one of my courses when I'm studying things, I typically make a blend that contains rosemary, lime. Um, those are my two and then usually I kind of sprinkle in. Other oils around those. Yeah.
0: And you mentioned spearmint, and I find that that's a nice one when they come home and they're exhausted from their, especially those first couple of weeks of school and they're not in routine yet. But it's great because if you can, you know, diffuse a little bit of that, then it might wake them up for either evening activities or just enough so that they're not falling asleep too early. Yeah. And uh, they can get a proper bedtime sleep, you know, if they fall asleep yeah. at, you know, five o'clock and <laughs> they might be up much too early for the following day.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. I find one doesn't mind peppermint, um, but one finds it's like too, too strong in your face. And it is peppermint has a very, very aromatic um, aroma to it that can very overpower other oils that are around it. Right? I find spearmint is just a little more subtle kind of comes in underneath a little bit more. Um, so I prefer spearmint for a lot of the things with the kids. Um yeah, I
0: agree. I'm not really a huge peppermint fan. I happily to blend it with things. That's it's great, but by itself it's not my favorite. But spearmint, I can just smell out of the bottle and I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> with it.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Also, you know, eucalyptus is always really nice. Time, I mean, time is uh one of the big guns when it comes to immune. Um, so sometimes I'll add just a little drop of that into something, even sweet orange again is really, really good for immune boosting also. And how do Um, you
0: use it with your kids and your family? Do you diffuse it? Do you make roller bottles? Do you like,
1: um, I do both actually. So I do have a blend that I kind of make on the fly of just a master blend for the diffuser. And I'll just add two, three drops to that in the living room type thing. Mm -hmm and diffuse for a little bit. And, but then if they are actually coming down with something, then I've got my roller bottle and I'll usually apply that down their spine. Sometimes I'll do kind of like an X on their chest, uh, but usually just the back of their neck down their spine. Not a little heart? Uh, actually, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I do do shapes also. I'll do stars. I'll just do the stars. or yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I do hearts. I probably do. Very um, Or squiggly lines. I'm like, all right, let's do some squiggly lines. Um, yeah, for sure. They're like, what are you doing, <laughs> Mama? I'm like, just let me do my, just let me put the oils on. <laughs> but they used to like, they just know they bend their head forward, and I just do a zip down both sides of of their spine, um, down their neck, and uh usually just before bed, and as they get up in the morning, if they are like at those very first stages, I'll do that to kind of help nip it before it turns into anything and why do you
0: choose to put it on their spine
1: um the spine is just really nice for the nervous system um it gets into you know it's it goes into to the bloodstream really well most places you put it some you can even put it just behind your ears also um they're not usually big on wanting it places necessarily that they can touch a lot of times like for sleep uh, like a lot of times their chest is covered with their shirt. I don't want that. They're at an age where they're not going to be touching either. But if you have younger ones, you don't want it somewhere where they can get it on their hands and then touch their face, put it exactly. into their mouth, yeah. things like that. So the back is just yeah. nice so that they can't reach it.
0: Yep. Um, no, exactly. That's, that's, I agree with that yeah. for sure. So Yeah.
1: Bottom of the feet is not somewhere I would recommend. I am going to mention that. Uh, My feet are have- so
0: calloused, you know. <laughs>
1: Well, that's just it. it. It's not going to get through that. (laughs) No. So our hands and our feet have an extra layer of skin compared to the entire rest of our body. And that is designed on purpose because our hand and our feet get abused like every single day. And with just normal, you know, we're walking, we're holding things like that's why our bodies are designed this way. And so it is a little bit harder for the oils to absorb. They will absorb, but it's, it's not going to be as swiftly. Um, like you said, calluses, things like that. And unless I'm doing a reflexology session or there's like a a subtle aromatherapy aspect to it, I don't apply it to the bottom of feet. It's just, it's not the place to apply.
0: Yeah. I do love using oils during reflexology though, but that's a whole other podcast.
1: That is that we'll get to eventually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how do you usually
1: like to use oils for immunity? Um,
0: I have to say I've been a little lax in using them for that the last little while because we haven't, you know, I'm going to knock on wood. We haven't had any uh, real issues to do so. So um, I use the same ones that you're using um, and I definitely use them. Roller bottle is probably the way I would use it most in my house, mm-hmm. um, maybe um, an inhaler as well, but roller bottle for sure. Uh, not everybody in my house likes to smell the essential oils all the time. So I sometimes have issues if I want to diffuse, but before that, I would find when my kids were littler, they would get sicker um easier um mm-hmm. with like the, the coughs and the colds and things like that. So I did diffuse regularly at dinner time. When I was making dinner, I would diffuse during that meal. And I found that my kids didn't mind the scent at the time. And it was uh great. It was a great time where like during the you know, during the meal making, the kids are kind of around, they're coming through, everyone's around. And so like, I just turned it on for that little bit of time. And it, uh, it worked well. People, when I wasn't using it, they would get sick. And when I was using it, they were not. So, you know, is that perfect science as far as like, you know, testing? No, but (laughs) it definitely was uh, something that I noticed in my household. So, uh, you know, we did it a lot at that point. Now they're a little bit older, their immune systems are hopefully that little bit stronger already than they were when they were little. So
1: absolutely. And you know, and I always just like to, I know we mentioned it quickly earlier, but I just want to mention it again. Um, of you know, don't diffuse all day. You know, diffusing for 20, 30 minutes is more than enough. And take a, you know, a good 60 minute break between diffusing again. Now, if you you know, if you're you have older kids, adults, whatever, if you want to diffuse up to an hour, go for it. Um, but the younger they are the less you want to diffuse so you know if you have little ones in that are just in daycare kindergarten junior kindergarten you just diffuse for 15 minutes and that's more than enough um you don't want to overstimulate them you don't want because it could actually then have the opposite effect of then you're riling them up they're becoming anxious because their nervous system becomes so out of whack that it becomes the opposite of what you were initially intending so just exactly. some, keep that in mind when you are diffusing around any time, but especially this time of year, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, just throw the diffuser on and just keep it on for hours on end to help make sure that germs aren't coming into the house, but it can, it can cause some issues also for, for people. So yeah, just I also do it. think that
0: we need germs as well. So absolutely, we, need, we can't sanitize everything to the point where we don't have any germs or our immune systems will crash as well. So yeah you know, so there's that too. So it's, you know, you got to find that balance where you're, you know, keeping it so that you can still function and aren't, you know, missing work and missing school and everything like that, but also are building up a resistance to things.
1: Yeah. I've always been the parent of that. My kids are the kid looking the the pole at the park or whatever and I'm just like yeah that's cool build your immune system kid uh I've never been one just to don't do it when it's frozen or... yes <laughs> don't lick the yes. frozen pole <laughs> I have told them that um we've watched some movies where they've seen it and I'm like you you know you can gnaw on the swing chain when you're swinging in the summertime but not in the wintertime. uh I'm <laughs> like some of the things I'm like why are you like putting that in your mouth, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, there's, you know, natural ways of boosting immunity. Um, don't be afraid to, to be around people and to get germs either, but when things are starting to, to build up and you notice, you know, sickness is coming into the house, then I usually try and definitely start nipping things in the butt before it becomes something bigger. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that covers everything we wanted to talk about for back to school. We hope everyone has a great back to school season, whatever that looks like for you and your family.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun and chaotic for a little while, but we will settle. I feel like by my birthday is the third week of September, and by that point, we're in the The schedule and the the groove so yeah
1: nice all right right. well thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of vetiver vibes nikki here with rachel and we'll see you next time bye bye
0: thank you for spending your time with us here at vetiver vibes this episode was brought to you by eccentria a leading online aromatherapy school don't forget to check out some of our free resources at www.schoolofessentria.com
1: if you love this episode or you got a lot of value out of it please make sure you share it with someone in your community who you think would enjoy it too if you haven't already subscribed or reviewed the show yet you can go on over to your preferred streaming platform and hit subscribe then leave a review this is the best way to help support us and we appreciate it email us with a screenshot of your review and we will send you a free guided meditation as our way to say thank you this podcast is for information purposes only We
0: are certified clinical aromatherapists and holistic health professionals. If you have a medication concern, please refer to your health team. Everyone's health is unique to themselves, so the topics and suggestions stated may or may not apply directly to you.